Hi, you're listening to Plug In To Grow, a food and urban agriculture podcast that helps raise awareness about local food and environmental issues in the region of Peel. The Plug In To Grow podcast is hosted by the Young Urban Growers, a group of youth leaders from the region of Peel who are empowering our communities to take action to build sustainable food systems. My name is Rav and today Brittany from the Young Urban Growers is joining us to talk all about restaurants and our infamous and endless supply of Mississauga plazas. Now, I've always believed that the suburbs have the best food, so I was really excited when the Young Urban Growers expressed interest in exploring the stories and people behind restaurants in the region of Peel. So Brittany, uh, why did you and the Young Urban Growers want to learn more about restaurants and the food business entrepreneurial industry in Mississauga? Um, I know that Toronto is a very diverse area with a lot of um, cultures, but I think that it's important to focus back on where we're from and see what we have also that is as equally as um, amazing. So Mississauga has a bunch of cultures and in that they have a lot of restaurants and trending right now is like all the fast food industries and all that. So I think we should go back to where we are and look at the local food here. Recently, you had a chance to talk to Ancilla from Ancilla's Indian Cuisine and really get her story behind her restaurant business. Yeah, I had an like, amazing chat with her. She was so inspiring. Uh, I, don't, like, I know she's like a restaurant owner, but I wish she could be like a public speaker because if you listen further, you'll probably understand how her words impacted me. While talking to her, her and her staff were kind of busy and there was some background noise, but the conversation was phenomenal. Great. Well, I can't wait to hear what you two talked about. Um, And the background noise will just make us feel like we were right there in the restaurant with you guys. So let's tune in. Ansela, what makes your restaurant unique and what experience can customers expect when they come to dine here? I think it's a surprise that you get when you come here because what we do is we have no menus. We talk to you. We find out what your spice level is and then what protein or vegetables you would like to eat. And then we put, based on your spice level, what dish we can cook best for you at the protein that you have chosen. And then we cook. So there's nothing pre-made. And uh, the unique thing about our restaurant is because everything is done from scratch, most of the dishes are done from scratch. We can take care of uh, allergies. If you're a vegan, we can help you with that. If you're on a keto diet, we can help you with that. There is nothing that we can't do per se. And how we go about it is, if there's something you want, which is not in the normal course of what we do, if you let us know two or three days in advance, we shop for you, bring the groceries, and then we'll cook for you. So that makes our restaurant very different from others. How'd you come up with this like unique concept? It's so amazing. I'm a foodie, and I eat very spicy food. So when I go to restaurants, their food is good, but you know, it doesn't satisfy the inner foodie in me because it's not my spice level. So when I ask for spice, it's normally a hot sauce given to me or a sriracha. That's not what I'm looking for. So then I, though, you know, like you pay good amount and the food is good, you don't come out satisfied. I said, no, when you come here, I will try my level best to make sure when you go out, that's the food you wanted. It's all about palate. It's not how good I'm cooking or anything. As long as I give you what your spice level is, what your taste buds ask for, everybody's good and happy. So it came out of like basically 
your heart and what you wanted as a customer and you brought that yes. to your restaurant. Yes. Now like a, a boss. And you know the other thing is I didn't know to cook. So I had to get my oh, cues from <laughs> No, absolutely not. I had to get you, my cues from oh, customers. Where did you learn how to do cooking and some I started at home, but most of the thing was, you know, when you tell me what taste you want, then I go back, okay, to get that taste, how do I work around it? And I will go after the taste. It's not a recipe or it's not how much to put what. It's the taste that I'm after. And uh, if you know Bombay, Bombay is a very multicultural place. So you are exposed to all types of food. So we develop a palate, which, you know, we know, okay, North Indian food will taste like this. South Indian will taste like this. Maharashtrian will taste like this. So you have the taste in your mouth. So then you try and get that taste. That's how I work, reverse engineering. You're like such a positive person. <laughs> um, did you have any challenges like starting up this restaurant? or This restaurant, uh, this is not what I wanted. And uh, it's not my background. And when I was studying, somebody had told me, you know, you're going to study a lot, but that's not what you're going to work. You're going to work with fire. And I started laughing because in my house, I'm not allowed in the kitchen. I, I'm a person who can burn water too. I'm that bad. And then I laughed at him. I said, okay, I cannot see myself working with fire. That's the last thing. And then 25 years later, I got this, which was not planned. And then I thought about him, I said, okay, my, he told me 25 years ago, this is what I would be doing. So then I said, okay, this is my destiny. If somebody could tell me that before, then that it is a destiny. I have two choices. Either I laugh and do it or I cry and do it, but I got to do it. So I decided to laugh and do it and have fun my way. A lot of people online say that your food is very homey. Yeah. Uh, did you learn from your family or something? Or you, I didn't did learn you anything. It? You know, now I feel like such a fool. Like, because, you know, I have three degrees, okay? It's like I have a law degree, I have a commerce degree, and I have a company secretary degree. That, when I did it in 1990s, was a very big in thing in Bombay. And you could only work for multinationals, so they would give you a house and the perks when you got into the job. And then everybody would say, an Indian... India at that time had the mentality, you know, like if you're a woman, you're supposed to learn all the homes, home things to make the house comfortable for your husband, right? And I would say, no, I would have summons to do it. Why would I want to, I've studied so much, why would I want to spend my time in the kitchen? Little knowing what food, what joy the food actually brings out and how much you can make use of it. Never bothered, never bothered to ask my mom. My mom is such an excellent cook. My sister, and I think I had that fear, oh, my mom and my sister are such excellent cooks. I can, I will not be able to match. So why go into something that you know you cannot match? I'm good at eating. So never bother to do that. Now, when I want something and I go back to the taste, okay, that tasted like that. So I need to get that taste. That's how I do. So if you really look at my processes, I really don't know the processes because I've never worked in a restaurant. It's just that taste. When I talk to you, I get an idea of the taste that you're looking for. And then I will go and get that taste for you. That's how I work. You serve um, authentic Indian dishes, right? What's in, why is it important that you bring this type of food to Mississauga? So most of us have left our homes and come here. We have made this our new home. But you still want, you know, you crave for the food that you have eaten when you were young. That's the most food that you remember. And you always have that. Or your grandmother has made for you. Or your mother has made for you. You, you want that. And that is not normally what is available in the restaurants. So I said, no, when you come here, you're so far away from home. I'm so far away from home. Let's bond over food. Tell me what you like, and I'll do my best 
to give you what you want. And most of the time, it's not, you know, you're looking for fast food. You're looking for something that to bring you comfort, to bring you memories, the good memories slow that food. you have from home. Instead and that is what I want food, to do. Yes. You want to bring slow No, we food. do fresh food. Fresh food. Yes, we do fresh food. So that is what I want to do. You know, I think now that I talk to you, I realize my whole objective is to give you comfort. And I come from there from whatever angle I can, either by way of memories or by way of taste, whatever I can do, or by way of conversation. Because we have so many people come in speaking different languages. And then when you converse with them in their own language, that itself again brings you comfort, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So that's a way. Do you have any advice for immigrants or other people to start their own restaurants like you did? See, with restaurants, you know, if you have small kids, not a thing to go in for <laughs> because your kids don't get your attention. And that is one thing I really, really regret. If I had to do it again, I would have waited till my kids were big and then gone in for it. But probably I think if I would have, if it wasn't this that had, that came into without a plan, I would have never gone for it considering food is the, I mean, at that time my mindset was no, no cooking for me sort of thing. So now, now it's different. I would say that first you give attention to the kids and then you do it because this takes a lot, a lot of time. It takes a lot out of you. It's just not the cooking. You, it takes a lot of your inner strength. So at the end of the day, then you don't have much to give anybody else. As a teenager growing up from an immigrant family, I always was pressured to not go into anything cooking or um, arts or anything like that. And they wanted me to be academic. Was that like for you too? Oh yeah. How did you go to Canada and branch off into cooking despite people looking down on you for going that path? Oh yeah, you, you know, I started with doing a street food. And it's people in India still, at that time was still very, uh, okay, if you're educated, this is what you'll do. If you're not educated, this is what you will do. And with my three degrees, there was no way I would sell the street food over there. If I would have done started with that in India, I would have definitely been looked, looked down on. But here in this country, there's dignity of labor. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how educated you are. You get a chance to shine in what you want to do. You don't have those labels, you know, that or people have not pigeonholed you, like you've done this, or you come from this family, or you have this social background, so this is only what you can do. Here it's not that. You do anything and people won't look down on you. So there is dignity in whatever you do. So the only person that can look down on you is you. It's only you who can say, okay, this is not worth my caliber or this is not, this is below my standards. But no, there's nothing below any standards. If you do it 100%, if you give to anything that you do, you can be proud of yourself and say, no, this is, I've put in a lot of myself into it. And uh, it works. It's like that. It just changes you, changes the whole you. Okay, so I'm speaking or asking for people who want to set up their own restaurants. How did you make this place? How did you get inspired to start this building? See, up? it's with me. Uh, no, this place was not as a restaurant. It came because I, I, the place I was working previously I used to make samosas and uh, those uh, snacks, roadside, but as they're called, the roadside snacks. And I didn't gel with the kitchen out there. My workers had uh, issues out there. So I was looking for some place where I could just use the kitchen. And then the friends who joined me, they said, not joined me, who helped out, they said, oh, that's a nice place, let's just paint, let's do this, let's do that. And before I knew, I had a restaurant on my hand. That was the last thing I wanted. I was more interested behind than out in the front. 
see that's when i look back and i say see how destiny takes you around so you actually have no choice other than either you laugh it or cry and do it but you got to do it so that's your only choice you have and if you have to do it why not make a fun out of it so that's that's my philosophy in life you know what comes to you or what your what situation you are in that's not your that is what is there but how you handle it is the key to everything and each one of us are so powerful we don't have to look out look for anything outside to empower ourselves everything is inside us everything is inside us it's just that we do not have the knowledge how to use it and once you start going and exploring it's not even from the book all you got to do is sit down quiet calm yourself and pay attention to yourself and you'll get the necessary tools to handle whatever circumstance you are in that's all you have to do how do you deal with all the stress and the i don't take stress you don't take it no like if a customer goes away i don't really worry about it because being an indian you know that we have a philosophy which says that every grain of food has your name written on it and i firmly believe in that So probably when the customer goes away I think to myself that you know I'm not meant to cook for that person today so then I don't worry about it so whoever I are sitting here I'm meant to cook for them so I put my attention to them rather than who's gone away or who's upset or if there's nothing I can do about it what can I do about it if you don't know already the earth is like in a crisis right now and we're um we're dealing with a lot of plastic and waste and a lot of restaurants aren't making that change to fix what they're using do you, how do you implement like we to normally be more don't have this we don't have water bottles we had an event on this weekend and that's what, that's the leftovers from there so we fill our own water we try and grow our own herbs we also do not use straws in the restaurant because the way i cook I cook fresh food. I don't have wastage. There's nothing pre-cooked and kept that I have to throw out. And whenever any food is left, even if there's a sauce left, I will encourage the customer to take it home to put something else into it and make a new dish. So nothing, nothing is wasted. I have absolutely like zero wastage where food is concerned. So I I am I'm very conscious about it, trying to do my best, and as far as I can I encourage others also to do that way. Do you have any like advice for other uh people who want to start a restaurant or who want to start cooking but they're like you who are, who think oh I can't do anything. With restaurants if you want to start a restaurant first you go and work in a restaurant. You know it has its plus points and negative points. Plus points at least you'll know a lot of things and you'll avoid doing your mistakes or if you're like me I learn from my mistakes and you bring a fresh look to the thing so you're not Uh, bogged down with you have to do this way or you have to do that way so you're free to do what you want and i always say follow your heart it will never ever lead you false it will never lead you false if you have faith in it always have faith in yourself always trust your gut feeling if your gut tells you that this is what it is because your body will never lie to you will never lie to you will never let you down that's one thing you can always depend on more than anything else so once you do that you will be all okay just take time every day sit back you don't have to meditate meditate is an overused word all you have to do is just sit down listen quieten your thoughts and allow fresh thoughts to come into your head 
and then pick pick and choose lots of thoughts will come to your head but you don't have to take onus of everything just pick and choose the things that will work for you that will encourage you a lot of the thoughts negative thoughts have the habit of coming in you ask it why are you coming here how are you going to help me you are not going to help me so you move away i can use positive thoughts and then when you think when you're on a positive trend you know you will start attracting those thoughts and however down you are never give up on yourself never ever give up on yourself because that is one person who will always stand by you and who would always pick you up and every time you think you have no more energy or you have no more anything in it you it will surprise you and it will give you that thing to just pick yourself up and go ahead Brittany, my goodness, I think you got more than you bargained for with Ancilla. How was the conversation for you? And did you learn something new? And what are you going to take away from this? Yeah, it truly impacted me. It, um, as like a teenager, I struggle with like my pathway and what I want and what my parents want. And it was so inspiring for Ancilla to talk about how in India, her family wanted her to go another route, but she wanted to go with cooking. And so I think that teenagers or people who are trying to find out who they are and what they want should really listen to their hearts. Yeah, that's really, really stood up for me too. And it was so amazing that Ancilla, this, you know, amazing chef you had a conversation with represents the complete opposite of what we picture when we think of a chef or a business owner. She's a woman, she's a person of color, she's an immigrant. And I think it was so powerful to capture the conversation you two had because it really shows how our food systems are changing and that immigrants and people of color can play a very influential role in our food systems and sustainability practices. Brittany, thank you so much for facilitating this conversation and a huge thanks to Ancilla from Ancilla's Indian Cuisine for sharing her story with us. And you can find Ancilla's Indian Cuisine at ancillasindiancuisine.ca or on Mill Creek Drive in Mississauga. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is brought to you by the Young Urban Growers from Ecosource, an environmental education nonprofit based in Mississauga, Ontario. The Plug In To Grow podcast is generously supported by the Ontario Trillium Foundation and TELUS Friendly Futures Foundation. Visit ecosource.ca to learn more and connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Ecosource Green. Now let's go plant some seeds in our community.